there's something special about a slow build. There's something special about, you know, working hard at something and just seeing, you know, you know, the fruits of your labor, you know, come to fruition, so to speak. And I'm here to tell y'all there, there could have been many opportunities to quit. So while everybody else was getting rid of people in COVID year, we were bringing people on. So we went from a team of 10, 15 to a team of 50 to now a team of 60 and so on and so forth. And we are back. That's right. Back again for another episode of the Hoop Plug. Yes, sir. And on this glorious Saturday morning, rocking with you, Jermaine Man for us in the building. And I got with me on this very special episode of the Hoop Plug, my brother, my partner in crime, my co-CEO, Tyler in the building. Tyler, how you doing today, my brother? Hey, bro. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. And we're ready to drop some game because it's not just me and Faraz on the ones and twos today. We got a very special guest on this podcast as well. And real quick, real quick, real quick. Special doesn't begin to cut it, right? We talking about my boy, my brother from day one, ride of days, Malik Wright of the Right Way Sports Network. How you doing today, my brother? I'm doing good, guys, man. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> I appreciate you guys for having me on the show, man. This is electric, man. I, I know we talked about doing this for quite some time, so I'm happy we could finally make this happen. But I'm doing great, man. Hey, brother. The pleasure is all ours, man. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule, you know what I'm saying, just to, to meet the Hoop Plug family, man, and, and get on wax with us for a little bit, bro. So much love, much appreciated, man. We we appreciate you he, here over at the Hoop Plug fam. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, hey. sir. Yes, sir. Uh, without further ado, bro, for the people sitting at home, for those who have not yet met our boy, our brother from the Rider days, Malik Wright of the Right Way Sports Network. Malik, how about you introduce yourself to the people, let them know a little bit about yourself, a little bit about the Right Way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I pretty much launched the Right Way Sports Network back when I was in college. Um, Faraz remembers this. Uh, it was back in 2018. You know, I used to work for a company by the name of Bag Sports Page, wanted to do something different, wanted to cover sports on a larger scale um, in a larger demographic area as well. So uh, I decided to launch the Right Way Sports Network. Um, it started off with just a team of 10 people, We've launched to a team of almost 60 people now. Uh, we're now currently headquartered here in Cincinnati, Ohio, partner with a company called First Star Logistics. I do a show every single Monday, uh, Wednesday, and a betting show on Saturdays, and um I'm an NFL insider now. A lot has changed. You know, I break a lot of NFL news and things of that nature. And I'm, I'm mentioned, uh, you know, amongst some other NFL insiders. So it's been pretty cool. It's been a wild ride. It's been an exciting ride. Um, but I'm just happy to be here. That's amazing. You know what I mean? You guys heard a little bit about where the right way is at, man. And, and he mentioned, you know, I kind of I, I saw the journey in the beginning to kind of see where the journey is at, man. It just put a smile on my face, my brother. So proud of you. And, and this is a side note, right? So for anybody who really knows Malik, right? We know he's probably the biggest Cincinnati Bengals fan of all time. <laughs> like, like, like you got you got all the fans in the world, then you got like a couple steps, and then you got Malik, right? So um, I know that's huge for you being able to be headquartered in the city, your favorite city of your favorite franchise, right, bro? So I'm I'm proud to see that man. I see the wave, I see the growth, I see the movement, man. And you always got support here over at the plug, man. Appreciate the love, man. Appreciate the love, guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. I was going to say, man, the leadership did not just start with the right way. I can remember back the flag football days. My man Malik was recruiting <laughs> early. You know, it's a month before season starts. 
my man is out there scouting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Had him running drills. So so how did this start? How did you how did you decide? All right, sports media is is something that I think I can have some success in. Well, I'll tell you what, one thing about me. I, I looked at the landscape of the sports media industry and it always seemed a little weird and odd, right? You, you know, you got your ESPNs of the world, you got your Bleach Reports, you got your Fox, things of that nature. But I feel like I feel like the way that they do certain media is kind of an old, older media, if you will. And the way I look at it is I wanted to do something different. You know, I, I feel like a lot of these networks don't care about the athletes as individuals, right? Because long after their, you know, when their days of playing the game is over, they throw them, throw them to the side. Nobody cares about the coverage. Nobody cares about any of that. So, you know, one thing about me is I, I'm, I'm tight with a couple of uh, NFL players. Like one of my guys is Brandon Copeland. And I remember going to his event and seeing nobody from, from the team that he was currently playing on at the time. I'm not going to say the team, but nobody was – was actually there supporting him. And that kind of mm-hmm. like had a negative, like, you know, impact on me because I'm like, man, like these, these are the guys that are entertaining us every single Sunday. And it isn't, isn't just NFL, it's UFC, it's MLB, it's NBA, the whole nine yards. And so like, I think with the right way sports network, we have a genuine care for these athletes, like long, low, like way beyond just what, you know, them coming on our show. I remember we were one of the first people to interview Sugar Sean O'Malley. Uh, when he was first blowing up, it was after his wild knockout uh, two year two mm. years ago during during COVID year, and I remember we jumped on interview with him. We were just talking about him as a person, his love of the sport. So to see Sean go on and do things like this, like what he just did, the biggest you know win of his UFC career against Peter Yan, a guy that was ranked the number one bantamweight in the world, was absolutely awesome to see. And it's because of those type of moments that we spent with him, and we actually had a genuine care for what he was doing. Man, you know that that it means more to the athletes than people know. 100%, bro. And it goes a long way, right? Because you're able to garner support not only of right the community, but you've been able to garner support of a lot of athletes, man, getting a lot of athletes on your show. Um, so le- I appreciate you saying that, man. Let's let's talk about it. You know, I remember literally being with you at Ryder and you would leave for the weekends to go to NBA and NFL and MLB events, bro. So yes, from since back then, you were a credentialed reporter. I guess that's that's the terminology or me- a credential yeah. media uh, person. Media, credential media, yeah. Okay, okay. And so walk me through that, man. So kind of, again, I know Ty kind of talked about it, but kind of walk me through how you went from just this is a dream to you're in the mix, you know, with NFL and and, and professional athletes to you're talking about getting your own show, getting your sponsor to moving all the way to Cincinnati and having a staff of 60 people. Bro, I know the people at home are, are so interested to hear your journey. Well, I think first things first, and I say this to anybody, if you want to accomplish something in life, you have to visualize it and see yourself doing it. You have to, right? Because nobody's going to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. If you don't have a clear, concise vision of what what it is that you want to accomplish in life, then you know it's, it's pretty much lost at that point. The fact of the matter is, like I said, I was working for a company called Bad Sports Page at the time. And, you know, first and foremost, let me just say, shout out to my mentor in this game, Randy Zellia. I always show him love. I believe in giving people their flowers. Um, you know, while they're still here, you know, I was working at Lids at the time, right before I got to Ryder, I was working at Lids and this guy walked into Lids and he says, uh, he was asking for a Giants jersey or some, some sort. You guys know me. I'm big personality, right? I'm blah, 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 blah. Here we got this jersey. got that jersey. He's like, wow, man, you have a great voice. And so I looked at him, I'm like, what do you mean? I got a great voice. And he's like, no, nah, man, you like, you have, like, you have a great voice for, for podcasting and doing shows and stuff like that. 
and I, he was like, have you ever looked into that? I was like, to be honest with you, uh, no, but I watch first take. I watch, you know, all around the horn and all these different shows on a regular basis because it was a sports store and it was always on. It was nothing else to watch. So <laughs> I said, you know, I said, no, I'm I, like, I, I never really, really thought about it. But he said, you know what? I, I want to give you an opportunity. If you were interested, let, let's sit down for lunch sometime. He came back to a mall in New Jersey called Willowbrook Mall in Wayne. And uh, he said, you know what? Let's uh, let, let's sit down for, for, for lunch and let's just talk. And so on, on, one, of my, on my, one of my lunch breaks, we sat down, we had some subway. He was like, he explained to me what his company was and how he was local and how he, how he started off and things of that nature. And, you know, how he was really looking for someone to, you know, help him up, up, up the company, somebody with, with high energy and things of that nature. So I remember one of our, my first podcasts I recorded was with my boy, Mike D. Filippo. And uh, we were going back and forth, so on and so forth. And then the first show ever, Mike walked out on me, actually, because he because we got into a, a heated debate. And I was like, oh, man, it was live on the air. And I was able to just wing it and keep it going. So I said, man, this guy's never going to give me an opportunity again, right? Because it was it was bad. It was just bad. So he wound up giving me an opportunity again. And uh, I, I reached out to one of my uh, good friends at the time named Austin Mayo. And I said, hey, man, I got this show idea. Um called the right way podcast. And I want to know what, what your thoughts is on joining it. And, you know, he joined, um, we had a lot of success with the show. We had a lot of great guests on talked to former, you know, NFL players, NBA insiders, the whole nine yards. It was a really, really cool thing to be a part of a really, really cool thing to, to do. And uh, long story short, I winded up leaving back sports page. And I was trying to figure out what my path was. I was trying to figure out what my path was. And for us, I kid you not, man, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in God. And, you know, I woke up and I had it like literally on my on my heart. Like it was like, yo, you've, you've been to events. You got to see how to run a business. You could do this your own, you're on your own, but on a bigger scale. Again, Back Sports Page wanted to do things more local. We wanted to do things a little bit more broader. And so I kid you not, I called Austin up and I said, Austin, I have a crazy idea for you, man. Crazy idea. What if we started our own company? He was like, I'm down, you know? <laughs> so at the time, you know, you know, fast forward, I was working for a vacation company. I took all the savings that I had, launched my website, did not know what the hell I was doing. Let's be clear. <laughs> did not know what I was doing, but I knew that it was right. You know, and sometimes... You know, they always, I think a lot of people in life, they wait for the perfect moment. They wait for the perfect opportunity. I got yeah. some advice. Never it's come. never, the situation will never be perfect. The circumstance will never be perfect. Guys, I launched my business in 2018, right? I didn't get the LLC until 2020, right? Because you wanted to build, you wanted to grow. I didn't make my first dime for the Right Way Sports Network until last year. Now we have a consistent set of stream of income on a consistent basis. And that's just, uh, that's just me telling people, don't give up on your dreams. Like, I think social media nowadays has got people so obsessed with the art of instant gratification. And sometimes there's something, there's something special about a slow build. There's something special about, you know, working hard at something and just seeing, you know, you know, the fruits of your labor, you know, come to fruition, so to speak. And, I'm here to tell y'all there, there could have been many opportunities to quit. Right. But it's funny, you know, it was laid on my heart that like, I remember it was, uh, the, the, the 2020, um, 2021 year, right. Going in at the end of the year, we have a big conference call with my team and stuff like that. And I said, 
you know, we're going to experience our biggest growth this year. So while everybody else was getting rid of people COVID year, we were bringing people on. So we went from a team of 10, 15 to a team of 50 to now a team of 60, so on and so forth. But I said, this is the year, right? I was looking at it like this is the year of like our rookie contract, if you will. And I'm sorry I'm being long-winded, right, real quick, guys. But No, no, that's what you're here for, brother. <laughs> so, like, you know, it was, it was, I was like, this is going to be the year where we, where everything that we work for comes to fruition. Guys, I kid you not, two months later, USA Today reached out to my company and they said, hey, we want to be an official sponsor on your website. So if you look at our website, USA Today is an official sponsor Dope. of our website. Um, you know, we, we, we share proceeds with them in, in terms of ad revenue and things of that nature. And it's, it's, it's really awesome, man. The website has gone up and up and up. It, it, was, it was wild a year ago where when we finally crossed over a million views on our site. And now that's something oh, that we've already, hit. We've, we've already hit that this year. So like, it's just crazy to see everything that we've been working for finally come to fruition. And then, you know, had this awesome opportunity to work with this company out here in Cincinnati, First Star Logistics, who sponsors my new show, The Sit Down and Believe, right? And it's just, it's really just been an amazing ride. But I tell you guys, I say this, I launched the company again in my uh, in early 20s and didn't just start, just now starting to see the fruits of my labor, but I've been in this game for 10 years. So if you're, if you ever get down on yourself, or if you ever look at yourself and you say, man, I can't do something, or I don't know if, if this is right for me, I promise you, if you stay consistent, consistency is the name of the game. Consistency breeds success. If you stay consistent, if you work at something consistently, everything that you have been working for will pay dividends. Oh, yeah, that's amazing, man. Um, Joey Diaz, if you're familiar with him, without, <clears throat> without cutting you off, Ty, real quick. Uh, he talks about his journey in comedy and everything like that. To him, he said the only difference between himself, right, the guys who made it himself and everyone else, right, who, who was left, him and the guys who made it didn't quit. That's it. It's not about being better. It wasn't about having more talent. It was literally they just did not quit, right? And so we're not telling everybody, you know, quit your job and do do something with no income for 20 years, right? But at the same time, as our boy Malik is saying, you know, once you put your mind to something right, you really put in that effort, bro. Do not quit. Do not give up because, you know, you never know yeah. how far away you really are. And, you know, the thing I, I want to just really, really speak to a lot of people, never take advice from people who will never do it themselves. So often we ask people advice who have never took chances in their life. You know, you can't ask somebody about the entrepreneur mindset who doesn't understand the entrepreneur mindset. And listen, Nine to fives aren't for everybody. Entrepreneurship isn't for everybody, right? But however, if you continuously work at your craft, you can accomplish anything. But seek seek advice from people who have actually been through the ringer. Because I said, I'll tell you guys, I had so many people, family members, friends speaking negatively into me on this journey. So many people. Don't do it. Yeah. You know. Do, do, you know, go to school for this, go to school for that, blah, 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 blah. And I'm here to tell you, man, if you, if you put your hands to the plow and you actually grind, man, these things could happen. Like you guys remember, I met you guys when we were in college, you know, like I, I had, I had a different mindset. I, I, my focus was on being the best at whatever I did. That was really my goal. You know what I mean? And like I said, you have people speaking Speaking, speaking negatively into you and saying that you can't accomplish and saying that this is this, that, and the third, but you know, it's important to surround yourself with not only like-minded individuals, but people who also speak life into the things that you want to do. You two were some of my biggest supporters back when I was at Rider University, man. I, it was always nothing but love. 
between y'all and I'm, I'm forever indebted and appreciative of that for sure. So it's awesome for me to see what you guys are doing with the hoop plug and, you know, I'm just happy to be a part of it. Hey bro. Yeah. And I think something you touched on is, is very important. And that's just that the slow burn is, is the better way, right? Like that instant success that, that doesn't last you, that translate business that goes past that's life sports too. Like you think about the sports team that, tried to sign everyone through free agency mm-hmm. and compete that that doesn't work how's brooklyn doing <laughs> you know what i'm saying but when you have a piece when you when you build it from the ground up you invested in these guys it's going to take some time but that's how you get sustained yeah, sure. success so i think those are those are some real jewels you're dropping right now for the plug family so we appreciate I'm, I'm it a, i'm a big drake guy man i'm a big drake and jay-z guy man and one of my favorite drake lines was i'm tired of hearing about who they checking for now just give it time. We'll see who's still around a decade from now. And it's, and it's so, it, 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 it's, it sounds a little cliche. It sounds kind of like whatever rehearsed, but like, it's actually true. Again, when you're building something like you don't want to be the next, you know, big thing on, 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 like, you know, on, on, on uh, social media, if you will, you want to build something that's sustainable. That's longevity. You know what I mean? You, you want to, you want to build, uh, I want to build an empire. That that's my goal. Like I don't want to. I don't want to be around or fifteen minutes of fame or six months or something like that. I'm trying to build something, you know, for the long haul for my kids and my kids' kids. You know what I mean? Like that. That's what it's all about for me. One hundred percent, bro. One hundred percent. So we we kind of talked about a little bit of the background stuff. How about we get into a little bit of some hoops? <laughs> Let's do it. Hey. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Well, with that being said, Ty, I'm going to let you carry it away. I'm going to let you intro the topic. I've been doing a lot of the talking from the hoop plugs end. So how about you get us started here? All right. First question. We mentioned Brooklyn, right? We got to talk about Ben Simmons and what can be described as none less than a troublesome beginning to the season for Ben Simmons. I know it's been two years off. I know he's battling the mental hurdles. But more fouls than points just ain't going to get it done for the Brooklyn Nets. This is a guy you traded James Harden for. Damn it. Like, they need more. And I know Steve Nash is pulling his hair out trying to figure out what to do over there in Brooklyn. He's got one of the toughest jobs in the leagues. But the question here, guys, do we think Ben Simmons will regain that pre-2020 all-star form this year for the Brooklyn Nets? I'll say this. I think that it's it's challenging, right? He's been out of the game for, for two years. But I also think that he isn't in the best situation, if you ask me. You look at Kyrie Irving. You look at Kevin Durant. I don't care that they made amends and things of that nature with the coaching staff and the GM. This is a guy in Kevin Durant who's calling for the general manager and the head coach's job. Like, there is still some, some stuff that needs to be discussed, right? Now, I just don't – I think when you get that far – where, you know, you're at each other's throats, I don't think that it's a salvageable situation. Listen, winning cures everything. Winning cures everything. You could ask the Golden State Warriors that. But if the Golden State Warriors go through a patch where things are rough, I expect the Draymond Green, Jordan Poole situation to come back up. But my point about Ben Simmons is I think Ben Simmons isn't necessarily in the um, in the best situation to allow his skills to thrive because so much is expected of him. But that being said, the Nets had to know what they were getting when they got Ben Simmons. He's not an offensive guy. He's a defensive guy, right? He offers little to no value offensively. Um, This is a guy whose confidence is shot. Uh, I I don't know. I I have a little soft spot in my heart for Ben Simmons because I think playing with a guy like Joel Embiid is very, very difficult. And you see what that, what Philly did to him from his confidence standpoint. Um, But if Ben Simmons is to return, yeah, for real, for real. Uh, 
Ben Simmons is to return to a previous form, I don't think it will be with the Nets. And I also don't expect this team to to last. I wouldn't be surprised if Kyrie got traded at the deadline either. Some beautiful points, Malik. Uh, I think I'm right there with you. There's there's too much drama, right? There's too many uh, things cooking on the back burner right now for these Brooklyn Nets. I think that it's not conducive for a guy like Ben Simmons, who you mentioned two years hasn't played in the league, you know, has had all the drama and all the confidence issues and really all the off the court stuff, you know, with his contract situation. So it's not necessarily the best place for him to develop his game, right? You have a player who has no confidence. You don't put him into a team that's trying to win right now with two of the top 10 guys in the league. And they already have their issues with the head coach and the general manager and really just the franchise in general, you know? So do I see him returning to this form, to 2020 form? I don't think it's impossible. But as Malik mentioned, I don't see it happening with the Brooklyn Nets. I think you get him out south. You, you get him on the Memphis Grizzlies. I think Ben Simmons has the best season <laughs> of his life. Expectations are gone. You know, you're still playing with a star. So, yeah. Yeah. And this is not what Nets fans want to hear, but he needs to be somewhere where he can be protected, where an organization can shield him from a lot of that Bro. criticism and he can be able to make mistakes. He, he went from Philly to New York, right? <laughs> you, got, you got Lakers fans. At, I'm like, man, y'all trying to do the trifecta on this guy. Not, he needs to go to the, <laughs> he, he needs to go to Indiana. That's what he needs yeah. to go somewhere weird like yeah. that, man, where there's not Seriously. a lot of coverage and he's just kind of just chill. If he goes somewhere like to Indiana – where he could just simply just miss all, chuck up a bunch of threes and miss. It won't be played that much on national media because Indiana Pacers don't get that type of love. So, 100%. Yeah. I think you also touched on something important too. And that is that Kyrie, if Brooklyn's smart, he's on an expiring deal. They should move him because he's, he's definitely walking in the offseason. So, you well, might as well get some value back. Who knows? Who knows what they do with KD in that situation as well? I know he's not going to be one to hold the bags after it's just him and Ben Simmons. So, man, Brooklyn, uh, this is not how you expected it to go when you signed these two a couple years back. But, damn it, they're at the point where they've got to make the most of the situation they're in at this moment. I agree. 100%. It's either uh, see this thing through or blow it up. And I think it's just a, a quite bit too early to blow it up. Um, I think you wait a little bit before the tra- – to me, you wait a little bit before the tra- trade deadline and you try and pick up some assets, recuperate some assets that you lost because I think – three, four years now into this experience, I believe it's three, we all realize and we all know this team is not winning a championship. So I think, you know, you, you try and get what you can. If you blow this team up before the trade deadline, if you ask me, that's the best thing because as Ty mentioned, a lot of expiring contracts, guys are planning to be moved already. Word. We got one more topic for you, Malik, before we get you out of here. And this one, we're taking it to the draft. I noticed on the website, on the Right Way Sports Network website, you guys got some draft stuff. I'm not sure if that's exclusive for NFL, but the NBA draft is the topic at hand here. Victor Wembayama, he's capturing all the noise in terms of mm-hmm. social media. And the NBA is just adding to it because they've announced something they've never done for any prospect. Victor Wembayama, all his future games will now be streamed on the NBA app. This man isn't even part mm-hmm. of the league yet. That's how much they're promoting him. That's Ron a sign attention. of what they think attention. he can become. Ron attention. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, have you seen the young man's game? What do you I think? think? He, I think he's a freak. I, I learned about him last year. Um, I think he's phenomenal, and it's clearly that, you know, the, whenever the league sees a guy, you know, they want to put all their eggs in that basket, if you will, right? They they want to make sure they get ahead of the the um, the hype, if you will, and it, it speaks to you know how how he's viewed around the league. Trust and believe. If this was if this happened, you know, and the, the fact that they're streaming all his games on the NBA app, 
it's because he's viewed high, high in circles. And I, I, I even saw some things where it was like, hey, he's the best NBA prospect to come out since LeBron. And I'm like, whoa, I mean, let's, let's calm down a little bit. That's, that's, high, that's high praise. Been a lot of pressure on a young man. <laughs> but no, and I think he's, I think he's a phenomenal talent, man. It's, it's really tough to always see how their game might translate in the NBA because the NBA is in a completely different animal, but he's dominating right now. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. And that's the thing. Uh, he's a freak, man. You said it. He's a, he's the unicorn, right? So he's uh, Chris Taps on steroids, you know, a guy yeah. who's so tall, but he's able to do all the things you, you <laughs> want him to do. And he needs to be able to do to be competitive in this league, right? But just his ability to move at that right. height and, and that frame, right? For me, the only thing you want to see is him adding a little bit of muscle, a little bit of weight. But yes. Yeah. Agreed. Other than that, Wembayama, man, this guy is the truth. Honestly, the best prospect we've had since LeBron, hands down. Do you remember when Giannis came out and Giannis was like super frail and things of that nature? Then he just like became, yeah. you know, the, the Greek freak. And yes. I think that we got, I think we can see a spurt like that for, for Victor. So it'll be exciting to, you know, to continue to watch his journey and see how he progresses stuff like that. I think he's a little bit more skilled than Giannis, if you ask me, but uh, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I'm, I'm excited to see it all play out, man. De definitely much more skilled, right? And if he adds that kind of frame and becomes a bully the way we know Giannis to be a bully, it's going to be a very long 20 years for the rest of the league. <laughs> yes. And you already see LeBron drop LeBron well dropping uh, you know trying, you know LeBron is always in his recruiting ways you always <laughs> Ty said Malik you're always recruiting no LeBron is LeBron is always <laughs> recruiting people whispering to people and things of that nature so you know um, LeGM <laughs> LeGM exactly <laughs> so yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out for real for real facts all right y'all that's been Malik Wright from the Right Way Sports Network Malik why don't you tell us where we can find you what you guys got next if anything's big in the in the in the wins you know you got some for stuff sure, upcoming uh, you can find I'm mostly on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Right Report, just with two T's at the end. You'll see me break all a bunch of news. It's big because uh, this is a uh, we got NFL uh, trade deadline coming up, so my phone's going to be buzzing. It's going to be it's, it's always a lot. NFL free agency, NFL draft, all that time. You know, if you want any scoops or something like that, simply just follow me on that. I've got a. I know we just had an interview drop with um, one of New Jersey's finest pro boxer, Vito Manicki. We just had that drop on our YouTube page, the sit down with Malik Wright. So if you guys uh, want to just catch, check that out and follow his career, man, he's a phenomenal talent um, and represent New Jersey, man. Uh, definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel, the sit down with Malik Wright. Like again, I have a show every Monday, every Wednesday, uh, Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern time, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And I have a betting show as well called the right bet, but uh, yeah, stay tuned with me, man. Man. That is super dope, dope bro. And I, I have to say, yo, I'm proud of the growth, bro. I'm proud of the growth. Again, I remember being in some random hotel in Maryland, rooming with Malik and John Green after some flag yes. football games, you yes, know. Sir. And Malik's talking to me about the vision and the journey, bro. You know what I mean? So to see from where we were to where it is now, man, honestly, bro, I'm proud of you. You know what I mean? So Definitely. just keep up the good work. You know what I'm saying? Keep making the rest of us proud. Keep representing Jersey. You know what I'm saying? And maybe one day, you know, we'll be seeing the right way in line with the ESPNs and the Foxes and the, you know, so keep doing what you do, brother. You got support and love here over at the Hoop Plug. That's going to do it. Another episode of the Hoop Plug in the books. As always, put some flavor in here.